Perik Bay's Mishnah base. Yesh be Maiser will be Kurmash in Kemisruma. The Mishnah can tell us things where Maiser Shani Mikurum is similar but different than Truma. What are those? Shaha Maiser had Bikurum to Unum Havas Makum. When it comes to Maiser Shani and Bikurum, they had to be brought to a special place. They had to be eaten in Yushalayim. As opposed to Truma, can be eaten anywhere. Or to Unum Vidui, Maiser Shani and Bikurum need a special declaration. The Bikurum we learned about the passages that have to be recited. And when it comes to Maiser Shani also, there's special vidui meiser. What does this mean? So we're going to see in a little bit in the mission about the beer, which has to take place on the day before Pesach of the fourth and seventh year of the seven-year cycle. But when it comes to the seventh day of the fourth and seventh year cycle, there is something else which is done, not the beer, but the vidui meiser. That was, that's where the person has, uh, recites a declaration that he took care of all the meiser and truma the way he was supposed to do it. So that's the to unim vidui. That's a declaration needed for Bikurim and Maiser Shani. Now one can ask, the first one asks, that what about the fact that when one says the vidui Maiser, he's including also Truma. Truma is also mentioned there. The answer is that if one only has Truma, then one does not do recite the vidui Maiser. Therefore, it's not, you can't say to unim vidui when it comes to Truma, because you only do it if you have Maiser also. But for Maiser, if you only had Maiser Shani alone, you would still recite the vidui Maiser. The mission continues, When it comes to Maiser Shani and Bikurim, if a person is an Onin, Onin meaning someone's close relative died and it's, it's now before the burial, so Onin is not allowed to eat Maiser Shani and Bikurim, but he is allowed to eat Truma. Rabbi Shimon permits even eating Bikurim for an Onin because Bikurim is called Truma, and just like Truma and Onin can eat, so to Bikurim. That's what the Bishimin holds. The mission continues. The Chayovin Bibiyo, we just mentioned that on the fourth and seventh year of the seven year cycle, on the day before Pesach, the person has to do the beer, which is he has to take all his tevel and give out the chumas and meisr where they have to go. And if he has, let's say he has in his house meisr sheni or bikurim, so, and he can't get to Yushalayim that day to eat it. If he can eat it, then that would be good in Yushalayim. But if he can't get to Yushalayim, then he has to destroy it. So that's the Chayav Mabir. But when it comes to Truma, if he has Truma in his house, now I'll destroy it. He has to go ahead and give it to a coin even after this day. Rabbi Shimon Potter, Rabbi Shimon Potter said again, because Bikurim is called Truma, and therefore you could give the Bikurim to a coin even after this day. You do not have to, you do not destroy it just like Truma. When it comes to Maiser, Shani, and Bikurim, if they got mixed up with other produce, let's say you have some Maiser, Shani that got mixed up with other produce, or Bikurim that got mixed up with other produce, no matter how much Maiser, Shani, or Bikurim fell in, it's prohibited Melechel Bikurim, now eating Bikurim. Now we just mentioned in the first Mishnah, the Mishnah before this, Mishnah Aleph, that Maiser Shani is nullified if it's in a major if you if it's together with a majority of non Maiser Shani produce. And when it came, comes to Bikurim, we said that if you have one Bikur, once a, a fruit one fruit of Bikurim in a hundred other fruits, it's nullified. So why are we saying that it's not nullified? So the Mephoshim explained that over here we're talking about where it got mixed up in Yushalayim. That is a concept called Dovish Yeshlomatirin. Something which is going to be permissible anyway, we're not going to bother nullify it. The classic example is that we know that if you have chametz on Pesach, that got mixed up with no matter how much, 
even a thousand times, it's not going to be nullified. Why? The Torah tells us there's a concept called nullification. The answer is because after Pesach, it's going to be permissible anyway. So there's no reason to nullify it. Over here, too, if it got mixed up in Yerushalayim, the Bakurim got mixed up in Yerushalayim, or the Maishashani got mixed up in Yerushalayim. So what's the big deal? Just eat it wherever you are in Yerushalayim. Eat the whole thing in Yerushalayim. Let the Kohen eat the whole thing in Yerushalayim, if it's Bakurim, or if it's Maishashani, let the owner eat the whole thing over here. Or in, in, in Yerushalayim, if it, 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 the mixture took place outside Yerushalayim, like we just saw in in, in Mishnah Aleph, that's the case in Mishnah Aleph where it becomes nullified because to have to bother the shlep to Yerushalayim, that is not considered a permissible way of doing it. We're not going to force the person to do that. If it's nullified, but if it got mixed up in Yerushalayim, we're not going to nullify it. You just won't be able to bring it outside Yerushalayim. So eat it over here. The Mishnah continues. Let's say you went ahead and you had this mixture, which we are strict about, because it got mixed up in Yerushalayim, and you took some of the seeds from either the Bikurim or the Maishashani, and you planted it in the ground in Yerushalayim, then even what comes up is going to be Asurim Elechol Yerushalayim. You're not going to be allowed to eat it outside of Yerushalayim since it was planted in Yerushalayim. The mission continues now. When we said that if you have Bikurim or Maishashen that got mixed up in Yerushalayim, it's not nullified. So there's a question. One second over here. It's true that you're not going to nullify it because it's permissible to eat it anyway because you're in Yerushalayim. But there is a problem over here because if it was a Bikurim, if you're not going to nullify it, a non Kohen cannot eat it. And if it's Meister Shani, you can't give it to a behemoth. You can always serve Meister Shani to an animal. So, therefore, there is a reason why one should nullify it. There's no permissible way for a non Kohen to eat the Bikurim or for the animal to eat the Meister Shani. But the answer is no. It's still prohibited for the Bikurim to go to a non Kohen to eat or the Meister Shani to go to an animal to eat. Because once we went ahead and we treated the mixture as Bikurim or Meister Shani regarding eating it outside Yerushalayim, you have to eat in Yerushalayim, so we go, we, let's take it further and we say, nevertheless, we're going to make it so prohibited that we're going to prohibit the Bikurim from a non-Kohen too, and my exchange from Behemoth too, even though on its own there's reason, there was a reason to permit it. That's the Chiddush of the Mishnah. The Mishnah continues, Rabbi Shimon Matir, we said that if you, if you plant seeds from a mixture of Bikurim, or Maishu Shani that got mixed up in Yerushalayim, and you planted it in the ground, it's going to be prohibited what comes out of the ground to eat outside Yerushalayim. So certainly, if you planted seeds from actual Bikurim or actual Maishu Shani, not from the mixture, it's certainly going to be prohibited. So Rabbi Shimon permits that also. Rabbi Shimon, Mater, Rabbi Shimon says, no, since it's only this, it's the produce that came out of the ground from seeds from the Bikurim Maishu Shani, it's not the actual Bikurim Maishashani, it's the seeds that went into the ground. And now new produce came out, it's permissible. But the Rav points out that he still would f- prohibit if you just had, a, if nothing you were planting, if you had a mixture of Maishashani or Bikurim, got mixed up in Yerushalayim, every Shim will agree to the idea that that, that, that that will not be nullified. And the Mishnah concludes, Hare Elod Maishashani Bikurim, everything we just discussed in this Mishnah applies to Maishashani and Bikurim, Mashain came with Truma, but not to Truma.